Black Compass Media, Black Compass Media back. Salute to everybody tuning in, everybody in the building, man. We back again. Happy New Year's again, everybody. Uh, Champion of the Year just happened, man. Make sure you check that out. I got my guy Cole. Let me get my guy Cole in the building. Cole, what's up with you? Man, you already know the vibes. Black Compass, Black Compass Media. We in the building. We got a legend, man. Y'all already know. I'm done talking. Let's get it, Polo. Okay, okay. Let me get Tone in the building. Tone, what's up with you? Ah, this is a great day, man. This is a great day. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody that's out here right now, man. Black Compass Media, Tone Bro checking in. This is a great day, and you see the steps, right? This is always appropriate settings right here. But we talking New York City. We talking one of the guys, man. I want to just say, first of all, shout out to all everybody that's listening. Share this and all that. We're going to get into some things, right? You think of that early, that 2000 scene, that era, that time when we all was outside with the tees, you know what I'm saying? With the with the jerseys, you know what I mean? And, and how that shaped our lives. You think about the soundtrack to that. You can't make that soundtrack to that movie without including this person I have here. He's a legend. New York City. They they, they put in their work. You know what I mean? His solo career is dope. He's out right now. Right now with an album that's fire. Right now. We set the trends. Hosted by DJ Drama. We got the legend himself. The yeah, capo, capo, man. Jim Jones. What up? What's up with you? How y'all feeling? Everything is all right, brother. How, how's everything with you? Good. I can't complain. Can't call it a place Right. Right on. Right on. We we uh we honored to have you up here, bro. And uh you know we uh, we always kind of start off with just how's everything going with Jim. You know what I mean? You you got a lot of stuff. It seemed like you always got another business happening. It's always something in the news. But how's everything going for you? Top of uh, uh Q1 for this year. Um. Shit. Yeah, starting off pretty good for me. I can't complain. Um, dropped the single, we set the trend, dropped the album or mixtape rather. Um, Gangsta Grills, we set the trends edition. Shout out to DJ Drama. Um, got a bunch of my businesses moving right now. Fitness, mm -hmm. the um, I'm on my entrepreneur. I, I got that entrepreneurial spirit right now. So right on. Right on. Follow, go ahead, bro. Oh yeah, no, nah, I was definitely gonna say, man, I was definitely tapped in with the um I just wanted you to kind of explain the capital coin. You know what I mean? That that's that's another great business move. So I definitely wanted to get into that before we get into the album. Um Capital Coin right now is you can uh, get off the Uniswap or you can go to Zap Theory, um just with my partners. Um uh, community coin, um uh, I call it a community coin, um, uh, because we're making our own social currency and most people trying to cash out. I want to show people how to cash in by being able to use this coin in our inner city communities and whichever store takes this uh, coin as a form of payment and will come as a, with a discounted price for the consumer um, and so forth and so forth and so on. Um, I'm just trying to instill this inside of our brains right now as far as our culture so that we mm -hmm. understand what's going on when it comes to finances. And I just want to be example because of the I can get my point across. The next step is start to grab other brothers in the streets like myself, world, and create our community currency around our community. And we can use this as real money. Moving into the future, this is real money now. Capital coin is a real thing. The current value is a little bit over a cent. It's actually real money. So I encourage everybody. Wants to learn about cryptocurrency but don't know to start. Uh, right. Start with start with a wallet, a crypto wallet. Once you start with a crypto wallet, that will open up the doors to everything you want to do inside the crypto space. I'm not a financial advisor, but I can't urge you to get in there. You can do 
Right, right. No, it's, uh, that's dope. It's multifaceted and it's good because I always felt like you guys, you, your group and all of you guys really embodied that entrepreneurial spirit and all that. And, and you putting your name on that. And even with the, the stuff you got going on with Saucy, I feel like that, you know, that's another opportunity now to break into another arena that a lot of people just aren't into right now. You know what I'm saying? Or, or want to get some knowledge. So how did you get involved with that? And, uh, you know, what are you hoping to get out of that endeavor? Into the marijuana business? Yes, sir. Yes, um, sir. Shout out to Alex Tarr, was my partner um, about four years ago. Um, it was bringing to, to me to be, be included inside of this uh, business deal um, called Saucy. Um, I was lucky. I was pretty much lucky to be in the right place at the right time. And mm. To be who I am as far as the uh, influence of marijuana and people love it. You know, it's like Snoop Wisdom Jones, Dirk, it's Andretti. Derek Spitter, um, so it kind of worked. Um, but, but aside from that, the business of it, um, it's like no different from crypto. It's one of the few places in this in society right now where you can change the definition of what uh, generational wealth is. It's probably the biggest thing to be able to make money over since the dot the dot com. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's up there. So many ways to get into it. Um, if you don't know how. It's a lot of entry positions. Um, it's not just with the having the weed. It's about growing the weed. It's not just about growing the weed. It's about the business of it. Mm. It's schools you can go to for this. Um, it's a lot of different, a lot of different entry ways for you to get into this business. But you get into this business. I think the audio. Yeah, the audio is failing for us. Part of show. We get. Yeah, the audio. We hear you too well, Jim. All right, well, let's let. Let's yeah, we'll let, let, we let Cabo get it right. I mean, yeah, we'll let him get it right. Shout out to all you all. Make sure y'all go download that album. We set the yeah. trends. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Song. It's going to heat up. Yeah, it's going right. to heat up. Uh, how, how, you, how you doing, Jim? You good? Oh, you, all right, you just got to You probably, you got to leave it and come back in. Yeah. Yeah, probably leave the room and, and hit the link again. Type move. Yeah, once he yeah, he gonna hit the link, come back here. Everybody salute to everybody in the chat, everybody pulling up, man. This is definitely used for the culture. We're gonna get into all um we yeah, we gonna get into everything like that. Yeah, salute yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get everything. Whole culture. Hello, here. Yeah, we yes, can, yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were just getting it like you were explaining to us about the details of getting into that business. That's a new sort of business like you said you can't go to school for that you know what i mean like you gotta it's no, a you it's, can't go to school for that for marijuana right but the the industry itself being like now that it seemed like now it's more and more shops popping up it's more and more this business it's like a, it's a new it's a business side to it that it's a black market side of it all mm. with the rules of it being so you know people are able to do different things and shit like that but for the most part what i'm talking about people breaking into the legal side of this business there's a lot of entry ways and there are schools that you can go to to learn more about different things that you can do when it comes to the marijuana business you know what i mean so that's what i was more or less saying um okay. yeah there's a lot of things going on that attaches themselves to the marijuana business like uh smoke shops and when they went to war they made more money off of the 
materials they needed for war than that. You know what I mean? So it was like mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's, it's a lot of different ways that you can make money off this marijuana. Okay. Okay. Polo, go ahead, bro. Oh yeah, now nah, I mean now nah, we could kind of transition into talking about this uh this out um with five million streams with the Migos record uh we set the trends I uh what was your what was your motivation going into this tape a little bit more than that but yeah oh yeah oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 hold on hold on <laughs> and the video was crazy too man like what was it like bringing Migos out here showing them the New York feel with an OG. Um, just just making this tape. You got a lot of young features on this, man. You got a lot of young sounds on this with Ray Switch, Connie Diamond. You got a lot of different people on this. What was it like? Uh, you know, just combining the sounds. Um, shit, it felt good to make this whole mixtape. I was able to d- get with the young generation and, and put some dope music together, which I've been wanting to do for a minute. Um, right now the sound of the city is changing when it comes to music and I want to make sure that, that this mixtape body that pretty much mm-hmm. embodied every form of music that's going on around the country. As you see, we got West Coast sound of music, we got Midwest sound of music, uh down south music, um, New York sound music, the drill sound, like we got we kinda encompass every sound of hip hop that's pretty much going on right now on this mixtape as far right. as for the, the, the generation coming up. So it feels good. Yeah, I feel like you have a certain level of credibility with even working with all them different types of artists because throughout your career, even with like with the Dipset projects, like I felt like everybody rocked with Dipset. It didn't matter what region, even though y'all embodied New York. You know what I'm saying? So as you build these new tracks and all that, like you feel like now I can really experiment with the sound, really dig into the music and all that. Like, like the, walk us through the creative process for you, yourself. Um, with the creative process, with this is letting letting everybody choose the, choose their energy, choose the mm. beat they want to go off and set it off. And I kind of featured on eighty percent of this project. I wanted to do like that because I I didn't want to bring people to my world. I want to go into their world as far as the, the younger generation coming up. I want to meet them at this medium, and it was dope. It was a challenge for me to jump on records that that I usually wouldn't jump on and make sure that my cadence wasn't trying to chase what they're doing, but uh, still authentically me. In, in the midst of putting some some swag on it, you know what I mean? Right, right. I would be remiss if I didn't mention crunk, the crunk music. That one caught me off guard. That one caught me off guard because I'm like, it, it seemed like an olive branch from, you know, from what set the foundation to now. You know what I'm saying? Like, how was it going into that track? Shout out to Fabio, too. Went crazy. Went crazy. But, but we actually did that record during quarantine when everything was shut, shut down, and we did that on quarantine studios uh, virtually. Um, Shit, told my producer I would like. I had did a record for Fabio. He had drilled one of the Dipset records over, and I was like, "Damn, it sounds funky." I wanted to do the crunk music over that, so I sent mm-hmm. him that. He did that. I held it for a minute and shit like that. And then when the Gangsta Grills came about, I was like, "Damn, I gotta make sure I put that on there." Um, my little cousin did it. Just came home. I told him put some balls on the back of it, and shit. Now we got this shit out of Gangsta Grills. Man, classic, classic record. That's a. That, it's just like. Like to me, that's a that's like that's a crazy stamp that had to be like first hearing that instrumental. Like, no, they flipping that one. Like, and in terms of uh, and just going back from the music and all that. Like, when you when you get in the booth, right? You you got you also have stuff with Mano. You got stuff with Fabulous as well. The versatility I feel like kind of speaks volumes on this on this joint. You know what I'm saying? Like, which track do you feel like stands out the most for you, uh, personally? That stands hmm. out the most for me. Yeah. Oh. Shit. 
The sound, because I noticed the sound from the um, from the Capo record with Critical Occasions, you know, you was like the, the OG braggadocious laid back. On this one, you kind of turned it up a little bit. Um, I know you got the Young Bird pro uh, project coming out. Is that a sound that you kind of, you're going to carry that sound over? You're going to try something different? Well, I mean, well, Young Bird, I just get into my bag, the Jim Jones bag everybody loved me for. Hmm. Young Bird gave me some incredible hits, incredible beats. Um, project is retarded, man. I'm excited, thoroughly excited for that to drop right now. Um, next album coming out with the Lobby Boys, and we're gonna go right into the Young Bird project. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, I can't uh, wait to hear the same. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah, no, I, I just, I mean, I think, I think it's good energy. I think, um, I wanted to ask you though, as, as being like a, you know, a veteran in the game, as far as I feel like it's a lot of guys that are getting better. Like there's, like you're getting better. Like Ransom is better now. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you attribute to? to just be more sort of like as an MC, like what keeps you motivated to be like, all right, now I'm ready to go in there and actually write something different. Cause honestly, I think skill wise, you've gotten better. So what do you say to that? Uh, living life and willing to adapt to what's going on. It's, it's a few different things that contribute, contribute to uh, my music and what I've been doing lately. Yeah, I just try to stay in my own little pocket, but at the same time, I try to make sure that it encompasses everything that's going on around present day. Right, right. Okay, okay. And also the bag too, man. You got <laughs> the bag is always nice too. Why not? Why not? Um, and then and then we have the drip report, Polo. The drip report. Oh yeah. Yeah, the drip report man just got renewed. How you feeling about that? Now I, I definitely like the drip report as a fellow drip guy myself, man. I'm definitely yeah. fucking with yeah. the drip report. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> shouts, shouts to Revolt, shouts to Diddy the top yo. Um, drip report is dope. Something I started doing on the hurricane in Miami, um, ended up turning into a real television show. Now we're on our fourth season. Um, one of the top shows on Revolt. Um, it's dope, man. Giving you all the weekend weather. Uh, this season I gotta Few different things we're gonna do, so you know, we twi twist it up a little bit. I mean, make it make it more entertaining. You know? Right, so the right. Part is trying to get weather in the language that we understand it and, and make it fun for everybody. Thank you. That's the that's the best part about it. Like it's like no, he's really a meteorologist. Like he's really telling us what's going on in the way that this how we talk. Nah, it's really brick outside, y'all. Like exactly. really bring a coat. Ex exactly. Dead right. ass beat. You heard? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> It's nothing like watching the weather. They're like, nah, you're going to be all right. You get out there, yo, it's brick. I wish somebody would have told me. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate <laughs> it. Like, yeah, that that's crazy how, like, you just started. I, I noticed you started that, like, on just going Instagram live and it just turned into something like this. That's that's actually amazing. Um, 
I, I've seen reports that you're working on a Spanish album. Is that is that true? Mm. Yeah, I have a, a Spanish album I actually complete, completed. Uh, it's called Broken Spanglish. Um, bunch of artists, I mean, a bunch of up and coming Spanish artists, also. So I'm looking forward to that project. Should be dropping out around the summertime. Um, mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and I I think uh, especially now that like we in this era, we all in the house and all that, we kind of need that that music and all that to kind of keep us all sane. How do you think the landscape is going to change when it's really when things really get back to how they was? You think it's going to be any different, or you think folks can get back to what they was doing before everything closed up? I think I mean, I, 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 a lot of things will be different because of the heightened awareness of what's going on around us with the COVID situation and all that. But for the most part, I think that people are definitely eager to get back to the hustle and get back to moving with no restraints. Mm, okay. Right. Right. Hey, Jones, mm. who all consists of the lobby boys? Because I heard you mention that. I, don't wanna, I know you, Mayno, and who else? Fab? Uh, Fab, Mayno, Davies, myself. But we got a whole bunch of features on this. Like, we got Betty the Butcher. Mm. Uh, we got uh, I'm bugging out. I got, I... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Jim. Salute the cannabis company, man. Y'all know what's going on, man. Right on. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. Hey, it works. It works. <laughs> it works. <laughs> we got Benny the Butcher, Capella Gray on there, Blue Ventures on there. Like I said, we got Fab on there. Um, right. we got Styles P on there. Mm. Uh. Who else is on there? It's, it's, a, it's a few more uh, features on there that we have, but it's a pretty all-around solid project, pretty dope. I'm excited for people to see how ill man is coming, especially with the music. Like, that's dope. Mm. That's dope. That's dope. That pairing of MCs, I feel like, is dope. Yo, and I know y'all are from the, uh, a certain cloth. When you get in the booth and you in there with Mano and Fab, is it competitive vibes in there? Like, like I, I got to have a, you know what I'm saying? Like, certain songs. I want to be the guy with the best verse. Like, is it any of, of that, course. or is it just we making music? It's all. It's always like that, but it's not. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like that, but not like that. You dig? Like, you right, know, that's right. A, that's a right. Hit, that's a hidden rule that goes on when you're in the studio. Your objective objective is to always have the most fire verse when you go in the booth. You know what I mean? So that's what everybody definitely shooting for. Right. Um, sp speaking of the booth, uh, I definitely feel like you guys had the one of the verses of the year last year. Um, I recently seen that you interested in doing that by yourself. I feel like you you got a lot. Is that is that true? Is that something you see yourself doing? You know what I mean? Going in the versus arena by yourself, challenging somebody. Is that something you see happening? Yeah, definitely. But I wouldn't mind it. I mean, I don't. Want, I I want smoke with Jada. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all left a lot on the table, though. Yeah, you left a lot. But yeah. Dig, I need to go scoop it all back up, man. But I just, you know, I, it's something I would like to do. But I'm making it's, it's a joke at the same time. If it happened to happen, if not, I'm, just, you know, I'm grateful to be a part of it. It was a historic night, nothing mm -hmm. like it. I don't think we ever see nothing like it again, especially for what it's worth. So, you know, let's see what happens. Let's see what the future brings. Definitely, that that definitely raised the stakes. You know what I mean? Like everybody else, was, it was a celebration. It was real New York in there. You know what I'm saying? Was there a moment in there where you was like, y'all want to play? this record like instead like any any sort of switches in the in the playlist or did you already kind of come in there with your playlist and that's what y'all came with um yeah like a kind of playlist and game plan we just, we just kept it there on the line there was a lot of different elements that night but it was dope overall okay 
Okay, okay. Um, so like we could talk about battle rap too. Um, you know, yeah. we a battle rap, you mean we battle rap platform, battle rap media. So we, we have a lot of Harlem MCs that come on Murder Mook, shout out to him, that, that always tell stories about just battling in Harlem. What's what's one crazy battle scene coming up in Harlem? Just being, you know what I mean, just around on the street in the environment. What's one of the craziest battles you see? Well, I Cam used to battle all over Harlem. Cam was top notch when it came to that. Probably the best in Harlem. It was all over. We used to, used to battle Cam and Mace. That, that's what started it all. Right. It was all the, the hip hop ciphers and shit like that. That led to them doing the music. But that's how the hip hop game was back then. It's not so much right now where you bump into a group of individuals or rappers and they just bust into a cipher. That was the norm for back then. Mm. How many right. things you seen Big L cook? <laughs> Yeah, it was extremely nice back in the day. Like, uh, when he was out, nobody really wanted that smoke with Big L. Mm. I wasn't there the day that he had battled Jay, but that was a historic night. That was everybody was talking about, but he was top notch in the game. He was top of Harlem at the time. Like, he opened up the floodgates for all the rappers coming out the street at the time. All the rappers like myself, all the rappers like Cam, Mace. Like, he opened up a real lane for us to come through. Right, right. And I, I think I think that, uh, you know, we talk about the, the there's still a sort of imprint of like that battle culture, like Harlem and New York City specifically. They kind of run and shit. And I even seen you had a, a feature with Surf and all that stuff, too. It's like and even those guys tend to make music, too. Like, do you are you in tune with what's going on in terms of the battles? Are you able to keep up with, you know, what I'm saying? have you seen anything recently? If so, which ones? Just a smack and all that shit. You got the shit bubbling with all with all the, uh, the freestyle battles, and they're making a the shitload of money. And Drake, uh, they're doing business with them and all that type of shit. It's, it's became a thing of his own. It's turned into a, a money making player, and that's pretty dope. When these kids that I, I that's something I could never do because it's definitely mental warfare. And if mm. you're not mentally fit for that type of shit, it's gonna turn physical. Yeah. So it, I want to fight you, start talking to me, but for the most part, it's just a dope-ass art, and I, I see it, I see people enjoying it and loving it. I definitely want to, I love it to death, bro. These kids are very creative with the shit they saying, how they saying it, the things they doing in the midst of their battle, like, it's dope. I seen one nigga turn off the lights and he came back. As the Undertaker and shit. Like oh, that. Benji. Oh, Benji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, yeah. 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 So right. Okay. So sorry. Follow. Go ahead, bro. No, go go ahead, Tom. I'm five the cop Get into quarantine studios, Jones. Like you know, what I'm saying how you came up with doing quarantine. How you, you know, what I'm saying people can do business online. We you can record them because I said you do a dope uh basically an infomercial on it commercial. You know, breaking it down during that time you and Joel. So could you tell the people more about that? Um, quarantine studios. I figured out how to. Uh record music virtually in real time with a small amount of latency, which we figured out how for engineers to get around all that. Um, besides that, uh, it's a service department where anything you think that anything the record label could do, we could do through our services. Um, but the tech part about recording remote is, is, is the illest part of it all. It opens up the game to a whole new world. It changes the game, actually. Uh, I've done a three, four albums on quarantine studios um, so the concept is proven. Um, I've done music with some of your biggest artists, the biggest producers on there and from the comforts of my own home and 
the purpose of their own home and nobody have to move. So that's a mm. very, 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 very genius situation. Um, shouts to AWS. They helped me build the technology actually for this. So we're still moving forward. It's fire. Okay. Right. Okay. And, uh, and speaking on the on the the, the music and all that. It, it, throughout your career, you've been able to collab, like you said, with a lot of the, the big stars and premier stars in the game. If you had a chance to, you know, somebody that's not around or, you know, just a dream sort of collab, like what would it be for you? Some some people that you want to collab with if you if given the chance. Uh, I wouldn't mind still getting a record with Jay. He's always one of my favorite. Nas is definitely one of my favorite. Um, mm. Yeah, and Nas been on a tear lately, though. Jim, he been he been on his shit lately. What? All the way in his bag. Kendrick Lamar, Drake. There's a few. There's a few rappers I would definitely like to get in the studio. A Drake and Jones record definitely what the culture need right now, man. Like that that that'd definitely turn it upside down, especially for New York. That'd be fine. Yes, sir. I, I see a lot of everybody saying T.I. versus Jim Jones and the verses would be fire. Oh, I, see, I see a lot of that. T.I.? Yeah, T.I. got some big hits. He definitely got some big hits. But if we do it in New York, then, you know, I still got the cheat code. <laughs> <laughs> dark in the city. Okay. Shout out to T.I. I actually, I like that matchup, too. Uh, far as, far as like, um, that when I was going through the discography, kind of getting ready for this, listening to your music, I just realized to myself how many of the beats y'all had that in the hood, everybody wanted to rap off of, right? And I remember when I'm Ready came out, that was the beat. Everybody wanted to rap to it. But nobody was able to quite capture that beat. I felt like that's where you shine, in my opinion. That's when I was like, nah, Jones is one of those. Like, what beats, like, if you could run through your career, what beats do you feel like? Maybe you didn't like it at first, but it kind of grew on you. What was the hardest beats for you to sort of rap to, put pen to pad to? Damn, you fucked me up with that one. I ain't never been asked that one. I don't well, know. Well, you know, that's we just what we do. <laughs> that was a... <laughs> that's a crazy... And I know... I know. Damn, I know, there's plenty of beats that kind of... Uh, I'm like, man, it's just... Mm. Emotionless? Like, I don't even know how oh, y'all... Emotionless, come on, I man. have no idea how y'all did that. Well, come clean. Most of us, I actually ghosted a DJ drama beat from off an old Gangsta Grills record. Tempo and everything similar to this. That's how mm. we came up with the motionless. Mm. Yeah, but that I'm ready. They wanted that. Yeah, one. I'm ready. That's 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 up there, man. That's like that's like Hall of Fame right there. My early my early rapping days, like that was like. Some of my first few raps when I did, I'm, I'm ready. Like, I don't think I even wrote 20 raps at that time. Bro, my justice is wretched. Like, ah, don't make me. I don't, I don't want to fan out up here, but that was. <laughs> Grab your weapons, keep stepping. Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna, like, I'm too cool. It's Jim Jones up here, y'all. We not doing that. We not. Yeah, we not doing We definitely not doing that. Y'all got to understand but, that. But that type of talk, that type of, that that's that's what last with me i'm 34 now that came out i was like 14 15 years old that's the timeless type of music so i in terms of building a project is your goal to like like that's my legacy right there because i noticed you put a lot of effort into those projects each one of them feels different you know what i'm saying so is that your goal when you put out a project this is going to stand on its own of course every project i put out i never wanted to sound the same i wanted to give you a different feeling of because where i'm at in life is different from where i was in life 
You know what I mean? And that's what the projects project. They project life where where you've been and, mm. and, and the recent in the recent of your life. And that's what I'm trying to get them. It's, we news we journalists at the same time. We got to reflect the sound of the times. We got to let people know what's going on presently, along what's going on in our life, and a bit of the things in the past. And so, so I give them a mix of a mix of everything. Right. I mean, as my life goes on, my music goes on. Mm-hmm. When I stop living is when I'm gonna stop doing music. Good, good, because I'm damn sure gonna be in there 60 years old. Yeah, I'm gonna be 65. Uh-huh. No music. lie, like we doing all that. I don't all it. <laughs> yeah, the Rolling Stones got to do it till they were 70. Why not, Jim? Oh, boy, yeah, man. why not? That's what, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Um, uh, uh recently, you, you just oh no, I was gonna say you just made you know, recently you made headlines for saving your photographer's life. Um I just wanted to talk about like how did that how did what did it come about like where did you learn CPR like how did you come about even having the mental to even get through a situation like that? Um, salute to your photographer too. Um, shit. <laughs> um, when I was growing up, my my sister she had a real heart condition, and we all had to learn how to do CPR. So it kind of stuck with me throughout the time, and um, felt like God put His hands on me. I put my hand on a photographer. Happened to me in the right place at the right time. Um, can't say that I'm a, a hero or anything. I'm just happy that I was smart enough and brave enough to react when it was needed. Right, right. right. Them type of moments, I feel like, sometimes catch you off guard. And even with the concerts, like I've seen guys have to go in and either save a fan from security or vice versa. And I know you guys have been all around. What was the wildest crowd that y'all, like the reason, like can you safely say this is the wildest place to go to it? Oh man, I, I can't remember what it was, but it was um, it was when the record to the club up was out. Oh God! And me and Cam was in the south one some place, and um, they really tore the club up. <laughs> but, but really, but they like this is what they do every weekend, like. This is what this they really tore the club, but they really tore the club up. Like they throwing chairs and tables and shit like that in the club, like real nah. shit in the club up shit. Like, and I was like, wait, this is way we on on stage, bro. They doing this while we on stage, bro. You like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Did y'all keep performing when they was doing that, or was it like uh, uh, we stopped because we didn't know what was going on? But the promoters like they do this shit all the time, man. Don't worry about that shit, man. Like that shit's crazy. Okay. Different era back then, real different. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, before before we um get you out of here, you reached you uh recently you did a Christmas movie with Nick Cannon. Um, what was it like working with Nick Cannon? Did you learn anything from Nick Cannon? And uh, what was it like getting into your acting bag? Um, yeah. the acting bag is dope. Um, trying to get into more movies. Pray I get mm-hmm. into more movies. Um, Nick Cannon is dope. Um, need to give him his flowers while you're here. Um. I learned a lot from actually just watching him in action. Um, from being a producer to a director to the actual actor, it was it was enlightening to see. It's definitely inspiring to see. So, shout out to Ken give me the opportunity to jump on a Christmas movie. What um genre wise, genre wise, what genres would you be interested in sort of working with? You know what I'm saying? What we gonna do horror? You know what I mean? Like what what type? Oh of, yeah, yeah. Because I I, I want to uh, see. Oh, I, I don't know. I definitely want to do some action flicks. Mm. Definitely like to do some drama flicks. Definitely like to do some comedy. Mix it up a little bit. You know right. what I mean? 
Right. They didn't call yet about that blade part and the vamp. Like, we got to get you in. Like, that's perfect. Let's start it now. Get the petition now. That'll be fire to come back with Blade. That'll be fire. What? Like, you roll up in the, like, you picking Blade, like, on some, where we going today? Like, come on, B. It writes itself, people. With with the big-ass chain and all that. What? Like, I'm just saying, <laughs> but, but, nah, but, Jim, we, we really appreciate your time up here, man. We we appreciate you, you know what I mean, tapping in with us and, and everything that you've been doing with the for the culture and all that and still being innovative and, and showing a lot of us that, your shit don't stop at 30. Like them, you know what I mean? Afterwards, you could still keep grinding, still keep hustling and progressing and all that. So I salute you as a legend in the city and all that. And I speak on behalf of all the team, man. We definitely appreciate it. Oh man, thank you, man. I appreciate the support, man. That's all we need is a little bit of support that go a long way, man. Support, support you, dig. And I appreciate you for allowing me to come on your platform and talk my shit, you dig. Absolutely, yes, Jim. You welcome anytime, bro. Anytime. anytime. You know we saying? definitely gonna tap in for the drip report. That's a fact. Y'all keep putting on for the culture. We need you. You heard? We got yes, you, sir. All right. So salute, salute, salute to Jim Jones, the Capo. Yes, sir. Capo, my Capo Jim what Jones, man. Dipset, Bird Gang. Y'all know what time it is, man. Yo, shout Black out to Black Compass Media. You know the time. Yeah, you know Black Compass Media. Make sure y'all follow. Make sure y'all follow, follow, follow what's going on, man. We tapped in. Obviously, we got the whole culture kind of buzzing with this one right here. This is a very special. We're going to be on Battle Rap Time later on. We got the show coming up for y'all, the radio show with the whole team, with Driz and Pose. You know what I'm saying? Then we got more interviews coming. We got more work coming. Some of your Yeah, favorite. we got a lot more. You know what I mean? Some big names yeah. on the way. Trust me. It's going to be It's going to be lit. 100%. So drop your comments on this. Make sure you go get that. Like, we're not capping because Jones is up here, bro. That is actually dope. I was telling Polo, could you imagine how awkward it would be if the project was trash and I had to lie to it? Like, no, it's actually dope. We set the trends, hosted by DJ Drama. <clears throat> go pick that project up. That's a fact. Pick them projects up, man. Black yes, sir, media, man. Salute everybody in the building. Black Compass Media, we out of here. Capo, yes, 